Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about fun things that we can't get anyone else to talk to us about. Our chats often include spoilers, and this episode is no different. Links to the films are always included in the descriptions if you want to watch first and join us later. The following is intended only for adults for a lot of reasons. Profanity, R-rated plot details, and of course gross jokes. However, this is a little different. One of the characters has a traumatic fantasy life, and we felt like you guys should have a little extra warning. If you or someone you know is considering self-harm or suicide, seek help and maybe skip this episode. Hotlines and counselors are available around the clock and around the world. Good luck out there. We're rooting for you. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of BS Reactor. I'm Jasmine. Malik. Evan. Patrick. And I'm Isaac. Today, we are going over another one of my picks, The Last Life in the Universe, which is a drama. They say it's romance. It is I guess so. <laughs> it is arguably romance. No, it's argue it's romantic-ish. Yeah. yeah, that's, I, that's I, why I, that, that point is a little drama I got, but the rest. Anyway, the, the interesting part about this movie is that when I was first introduced to it, I was obsessed with it. First of all, it has Tadanobu Asano in it. So I was already like, yes, Ichi the is Killer. That, is that Kenji? Does he, what? That's Kenji. Kenji? Yes, that's okay, Kenji. Okay. Have you guys seen Ichi the Killer by Oh yeah. Uh, Takashi yeah. Miike? Okay. <laughs> yeah, when he came on the screen, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you you know, you, you look at that and you look at this character, which is completely the absolute opposite. Yeah. But, I mean, they get to that. That's what originally sold me. But then you watch it and it's just, it's sort of that in-between of you're, you're here and present and awake, but you're also in a dream and they're just... Dual uh-huh. things and all these things that you have to unpack in it. I would say that it's a good film, but you're going to need to rewatch it to catch everything mm-hmm. for several reasons. But yeah, it, um, it kind of is like the movie embodiment of lo-fi music. Yeah, I guess yeah, I could see that. Good, yeah, like you could mm-hmm. honestly probably fill a lot of the background ambience with just really smooth lo-fi if you wanted to. Yeah, and yeah. it would fit perfectly. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it would. There's some like weird shit happening in the movie, like some really fucked up hardcore <laughs> yes. shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> there but is. everyone. <laughs> like, like I guess saying earlier, like low key faded through the whole thing. And I found out later that the the director and I can't remember his name. I think it starts with a P. It's a Thai director. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he goes by the nickname Tom or something, which yeah. obviously is not his real name. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that he didn't even want to make this film. <laughs> Mm. And it was one of those scripts that was never supposed to be made, you know, sort of threw uh-huh. it away in a back closet somewhere. Um, yeah, I read was, that in an interview, too, that this was the one he wrote during a breakup. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> you want me to go over the plot now? Yeah. Yeah, go nuts. Go nuts. Go ahead, Jasmine. All right, go so um, the film opens with Tadanobu Asano's character, Kenji, who is a librarian, maybe? Actually, can yeah, I he's mess, a librarian. Can I mess this up for you for a second? No. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. That opening scene had me immediately text Jasmine to be all like, you ain't gonna make me watch two hours of this happening over and over again. Yes. It it opens with him attempting to hang himself but saying, this could be me in three hours. And he's standing on a pile of books. I mean, that alone you're like, what's going on? And what you'll find throughout the course of the movie which we'll obviously go over, Mm -hmm. it's not gonna explain a whole lot. And I think you're just meant to sort of unpack it yourself partially but it's not going to really, it's not going to provide you those pieces of information. Yeah. And it's just meant to be that. It wants you to ask. There's a lot of magical elements going on in the background that if you pay attention to the things that are changing subtly, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, 
oh, that's probably meaningful. I should pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah. there aren't really any aha moments in it. It's definitely no. you sit down and think about <laughs> there it. There are two. Yeah, you're going to sit there. You're going to fucking oh. think. You're going to think a lot. So we meet this apparently very isolated and suicidal, I guess, Kenji, who's living in Thailand, originally from Osaka. And then mm-hmm. he meets Noi and Nid. Nid briefly. Um, and their, their paths, yeah, the, their paths intertwine. And then again, I, I can't really say that this is a romance by my definition, but that's pretty much the plot of the movie is just their interactions. It's all over the place. It really is. I mean, like the, the tone from the opening is so weird. Yeah. yeah. Because you walk in and again, he's trying to kill himself. Yeah, there's a he's lot about it. The, yes. the very opening has a lot of gravity. Yes. And everything is in its place it's labeled there's nothing i mean there probably isn't even dust he's got the in his note. apartment like he's got the suicide note and everything too yes he? and he's got a suicide note rubber banded to his hand so it doesn't get lost yep you see what i'm assuming maybe he imagined would happen in these three hours that he said it looked like happen. maybe his parents come in to find him or something no i thought that was like i think it was su- a cop and maybe i thought it was like, like a superintendent a, or something yeah it was mm-hmm. it was like some someone who had who could get into his apartment either it wasn't his brother it was like a man and no, a woman sure. and the woman and immediately fainted but that never happens and his doorbell is just ringing off the hook at that moment you can see him trying to weigh his options do i go ahead and kill myself or do i answer my door it's just another thing another exhausting yeah. part of being alive uh-huh. yeah. that i have to do and he has this monologue and you can tell throughout the course of the movie that he has obsessive compulsive disorder mm-hmm. or something that can yeah. or everything has to be in a certain yeah he's like a thing. he's like and a germaphobe freak him. mentally yeah, i feel like that had a lot to do with his decision to just go answer the door yeah me too because he's like yeah. If he doesn't die alone and silent to be found later, it's not going to work. Yeah, it's going to mess up his the, narrative. Yeah. yeah, the narrative doesn't work. So you don't die poignantly and silently with somebody jamming your door buzzer over. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And you don't want your a-hole brother to find you. Someone who would actually get someone. Right. That had some sort of meaningful interaction with what's left of you. You don't think his brother would have a meaningful interaction? <laughs> Listen, did you, did you see his brother? Yeah. Let's talk about just, that fucking guy. It's just the fact For that real. he comes in and it's just like, here's beer. I'm hanging out. Sorry I didn't call, but I'm staying here now yeah surprise yeah, yeah. Hey, i'm here it is and just there is a moment where like he sees the noose mm-hmm. and i thought oh there's gonna be some shit now like, he's gonna, gonna address like this deep, and instead right. it's just like oh suicide again huh you're gonna hang yourself this time cool and, uh-huh. just, yeah. and then like it's so hot though like i feel like i'm gonna die why bother hanging yourself it's so casual that i'm like how often does he see these attempts that this is how casual it's about? yeah no, that's, that's definitely where i went like has this yeah. happened before like, immediately instead of like this is a guy who needed help and somebody intervened at the right time and now it's just oh this is just what he does the way he talks about his attempts he's just exhausted with the world he Mm. sees it as finally like i can take a nap like Mm. i can rest from all these things that are bugging me in my subconscious or whatever it's not like i'm Uh, depressed or whatever And then his brother just like yanks the noose down so like it's very clear it it definitely would not have worked no knocked over the books everything that he had set up like if he'd kicked the books out and tried to hang himself he just would have fallen to the floor because the thing wasn't secured yeah anymore. when i saw that he did that to me i was like oh he's not really serious about this he just feels like he's alone and no one cares about him. oh with how so, the news fell like yeah i just fell up because he wants the attention mm. so that's what i felt this guy was doing i feel like i should put an extra disclaimer on the front yeah, of this one just in, case. Yeah. just in case yeah please I don't, there are support groups like find them if yeah, this is yeah, a thing. No, yeah. Definitely. his character does not strike me as one that was looking for any sort of attention i definitely 
agree with what Isaac said. He is definitely someone who is exhausted with the world and with life in general. You hear him say that everything that he knows about death came from books, which obviously you can see from his job in his apartment that he reads quite a few. And the note that he leaves just says, this is bliss. Like to die is bliss. I mean, and, well, with everything that happened to him in the past with having to move to Thailand with his brother and it seems like he's not ever really the one at fault. He just keeps getting dragged into other people's shit. We don't know that that's what happened <laughs> yeah. too, though. Yeah. Like, we they, do, they don't just, give him a backstory. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And again, and I it, think that's But it seems, yeah, like you said, he's just way. tired. He's It's something up. we'll have to touch base on later because yeah. like, it'll be an important plot point eventually. Yes. But yeah, his brother who is a Yakuza, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they let you know that real quick mm-hmm. when he like goes to take a shower and he takes his back. He has the big old back tattoo. Oh, absolutely. What happens after that? They go drinking. At the club and it's a it's a club with like Japanese exposition conversation so you know why they're in time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Because he slept with the boss's daughter. It seems like Nid, who we'll talk about in a bit, Mm -hmm. it's like where she works. It did seem like that. Because it's like the same kind of costumes. Obviously, you know that Nid works there, but I wasn't sure if Noe did. I don't think so. That wasn't quite clear to me. I mean, you don't necessarily need to know that. But yeah. Those are sisters who are also central characters if you didn't watch this movie right before the end. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I did absolutely pay attention to the fact that his brother's friend, who's also Yakuza, was like, yeah so if you slept with my daughter i would cut your dick off and i would shoot you and uh-huh. i'm like yeah yeah so that's probably serious and uh-huh. he's probably gonna do that yeah if i was yakuza that's immediately like, what that was signal yeah. to me <laughs> if this is his friend who is also a yakuza that sounds to me like hey the boss sent someone to cut your dick off and mm-hmm. shoot you. <laughs> wink yeah. wink yeah just and so you know in the background of the library there's like, was like a, a poster. movie poster yeah. for, for itchy, itchy the, the killer ki- yeah. yeah so i'm kind of like okay they're gonna force shadow with yeah. that and there's yeah. a lot of background posters and every book that's opened matters yeah, yeah. oh my god obviously i don't read kanji no i don't so i don't really know about those but the one that was on kenji's nightstand was i think black lizard so he ends up getting a book at his job which mm-hmm. is i assume some sort of japanese foundation something in yeah. thailand uh-huh yeah on the sign in the background of the lobby it's like the cultural center oh okay okay yeah there, it's like attention. a series of children's books yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah, and it was like the last lizard in the world where he yep. finds out he's the last lizard in the world. Yeah. And the plot of this children's book is essentially a home alone, but it's like a lizard as Kevin, minus the it's wet bandits. The theme of the books is like a lizard doesn't want to be alone, but all the other animals are mean to it because it's the only one of its kind. And it eventually decides that being with the mean animals is better than being alone. alone. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It felt like his mood, yeah. you know, <laughs> just for, mm-hmm. for Kenji's character. No, all this stuff is real spelled out. Yeah, which is odd because you have someone trying to reach out in some form at the Federation, the other person that he works with, yeah. who obviously is interested yeah. in at least his company. Um, we'll say. But I think it, for the same reason that he wouldn't go through with the attempt, it doesn't fit the narrative of how he thinks this should go. Oh, you mean him? Or, yeah. Okay, okay. There's somebody reaching out but it's not who he expected or how, <laughs> so it, it's not going to fit the story. Yeah, it's not a cute meet or whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, His co-worker at the Japanese Cultural Center, she's trying to make a connection and his mm-hmm. basically his only response is oh thanks for inviting me out I'm allergic to fish though hang on <laughs> inviting out for sushi that can be great. I'm pretty that's, sure that's like no Netflix sushi, and chill right that, that's a shutdown <laughs> yeah. in both directions it's not, it's not specifically like hey let me buy you sushi it's like hey I'd like to take you I mean out. it was at her house give you some so, meat so was sushi just was... send them for her vagina oh, no I don't no, believe no. so I she think she was literally fish, but that's making what I'm saying, fish yes. yeah. <laughs> 
But he was like, I'm allergic to fish. I was thinking that. I know you were. I think that's, that's why what, I made the comment. I thought that what she was thinking, but he actually thought she was talking about real fish. Oh my God. Because mm-hmm. he's so, like dense like that. In the scene that I was talking about when he was in his bedroom, he wakes up and it's almost like he's disappointed that he woke up. Mm-hmm. So then he attempts to smother himself. Mm-hmm. No, that's like <laughs> briefly. No, that is actually the next scene. Yeah. After his brother crashes or whatever, he wakes up and has the pillow over his face. Then and his alarm clock goes off, and right? Then, right. Yeah. He holds it until he can't breathe anymore and then gasps. Yeah. Yeah. After the alarm. And the there's books everywhere in his apartment. Yes. But the book that's on his table, Black Lizard, is about a thief. I think she's the jewel thief or something that falls in love with the person trying to catch her. And it's, I don't know, it's really, really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look that up. Yeah. And you will see a gecko all over this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. When there's a lull in the scene or he's being pensive or whatever, like it'll just fall out of nowhere. Or like, just like here's this up, random shot. Wander like, up the rats. Yeah. <laughs> like you're bored. Gecko. His apartment, I thought a couple of times if all the books in his house were manga, it would be a different kind of movie. <laughs> I don't know. That place still gives me serial killer vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For yes, sure. Yes. Definitely. And again, we'll come back to that. But I think he's <laughs> yes. Yakuza too. He's out of town to like cool off a little bit because he went nuts for some reason. He's got the marks. I don't think he's cooling off. He does. I think he is probably left because I think in the Yakuza, they have have a connection you form with one other person your brother that you form oh, and within then, the group you yeah mean? if something happens to them then technically you're also responsible because you were supposed to keep them from getting into shit the question there is that guy his actual brother no i don't think so like- that's what i'm also thinking because i'm pretty sure this is how it might work in the yakuza mm-hmm. like he refers to him as one so he at least sees him uh, there's, as yeah. a brother there are a lot of times when it is like your actual brother it's easier mm-hmm. if you go in with well, your brother then they become also your brother in the yakuza the I brother too be also in a fraternity you call your fraternity brother or brother i think yeah. that's what right, i think that's what he's that's saying no that's that's, that's the kind of connection i'm talking about yeah. they don't specify though it's yeah, the no, same term don't. yeah either way they don't talk about their parents or whatever which would <laughs> no. make yeah no and i mean he describes it you know i'm staying here with my crazy brother and, yeah. it, and, and the dude kind of seems like he it. doesn't give a shit that yeah. he's trying to kill himself so i'm like a real brother would probably be like yo don't do that mom and dad probably have an I, issue with that someone with a lot of siblings i have friends that would really care and my siblings would be like oh you're killing yourself again huh <laughs> <Neat>. <laughs> can i do stuff yeah. yeah 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 definitely like so that mean i don't think you do a birthday present this year and now that i That's have terrible. this on record i'm gonna recommend this podcast to my siblings <laughs> <laughs> i agree with everything you just said now i can recommend it to mine but at some point he goes i think from there i think he was leaving work uh-huh. um having shut down the attempted connection with his co-worker and mm-hmm. ends up on a bridge so he's there and you see a scene that you're not sure is actually happening or is he like daydreaming it uh-huh. because you see him drop into the water, mm-hmm. but he's making sure that he doesn't float up. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, so now we've added drowning, but it flips back to him just sitting on the edge, having not jumped at all. And we assume because it's the last thing we see that that's what actually happened. Like he didn't actually jump in the water because we flash back. Like the cut right. makes it look like he jumped in the water. Yeah. And it does it really well. It's like dramatic dreamscape music playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then we're introduced to Ned and Noi. So Nid, I think, is the younger sister. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She is working at a bar somewhere where she's a hostess. Her sister comes to get her 
actually pretty violently. Mm-hmm. For a minute there, I was like, she's not supposed to be in there? Like, are y'all, yeah, <laughs> y'all got yeah. underage girls in there? But no, she comes to get her. They're driving and she's asking her if she has slept with her boyfriend. John, yeah. Yeah, which ends up being a whole thing uh-huh. because she's saying, oh, well, you know, he told me everything. You slept with him because even though they agree he's a piece of shit, but he was my piece of shit and that's why you did it. Yeah. And you're my <laughs> sister, so you should have known yeah. better. Uh-huh. Even though she's like, well, <laughs> he started it. I love, it. I love how you said that. He's my piece of shit i don't remember and that it, okay it, go it, ahead. it was almost like oh but you only slept with him because he was mine uh-huh that, oh, that was she thought she did it like just to get at her yeah. yeah and i don't know for me i was sitting there and when she was saying but john started it what if that wasn't exactly what happened yeah <laughs> because i mean when given you meet john later he's definitely john is the kind of guy yeah yes I was looking at her sister's face and it did not look like someone who had done that for those reasons that she was accusing her of. Uh, or at yeah. least that's what I was reading into that scene in particular. It looked like she had a little water in her eyes. That sort like of thing. it might not have been necessarily her choice. Yes. At some point, obviously, they're arguing. Noah tells Nid to get out of the car. Mind you. Middle of traffic. This is some sort of highway bridge, something like that. She got out and got on like the sidewalk, didn't she? Nid ends up (laughs) out of the car. Mm -hmm. And there's a moment where you see her meet Kenji still on the bridge, but facing traffic instead of whatever body of water was there. I had this thing in my head. They were going to have some sort of connection yeah. or maybe like, he'll I be in some way. You. Yeah. 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 You know, and, she's like, and then hey. all of a sudden smack. Yeah. <laughs> Car comes out of nowhere. Yeah. There's the laugh. And I feel like she didn't see it coming mostly Ooh. because she was looking at Kenji. Ooh. Yep. And I don't know, the, just the way it was shot, mm-hmm. you see the car and then obviously you see them in the hospital later, but there's no, I don't know, when you see somebody get hit like that, you would expect some sort of different reaction. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. You run over to the, and that's right, right, yeah. They just everyone, everyone, yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone just, no one moved. Yes. It was. It's just still silence. And you know what I thought was kind of ironic? Hmm. Later on, they go back to that scene uh-huh. and Kenji shrinks down and it just looks like he's paralyzed by yeah. watching her get hit. Mm-hmm. And for some Someone who has had these suicidal ideations through the whole film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was obviously completely in contrast. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's ever genuinely faced death. Like his suicide attempts are a lot of weird. Yeah. I don't really think it's about dying. Mm. Yeah. Because Noose isn't hooked up to anything. He's like kind of jealous in a way. Yeah. I could see that. Like it's something he wishes he could go through with. Uh From that point, after her sister gets hit by the car, Mm -hmm. it came out of nowhere. They jump scene wise directly to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And you notice on her arm, she's covered in her sister's blood they don't show the scene of her rushing to her sister until later in the film though I thought it was a nice touch that they didn't really play that scene out they mm-hmm. just let your mind work on it yeah mm-hmm. and I think that fits more so along with the narrative of them so although it was odd it fit yeah yeah after the hospital now they're introduced Kenji and Noi I think it's at this point that Kenji's brother mm-hmm. brings his Yakuza friend over just the way they come into this man's apartment uh-huh. just throw their shoes in his yeah. face he's like no beer. respect whatsoever oh no not at all i mean that's how his brother came over in the first place was like here's the beer hold my shoes this is a present it's not for you um yeah. let me let me <laughs> flick some ashes onto your coffee table because you don't uh-huh. have an ashtray yeah you can see him flinch his ocd is like yeah it's, it's like, yeah you are a piece of shit i hate you the interesting part is and what i thought was almost out of character is he ends up opening the gift that he said was not for him yeah and it ends up being a teddy bear with a gun inside how yakuza like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> while he's doing that 
that his brother is getting his dick chopped off and getting shot <laughs> by his Yakuza friend in his in his living room. Uh-huh. Uh, so he comes around the corner. The Yakuza looks at Kenji, who kind of sneaks back. And in my mind, I was like, no, just let him. Let I, him I thought shoot he was you. gonna slink yeah, back let, out know, like yeah. further. Let him like shoot you. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, yeah I'm ready to <laughs> die. Yeah. I thought and, he was gonna do something like that. You know, and right. then there's this dark scene, you hear gunshots, and then three gunshots. Five, uh, yes. That was like five gunshots. I'm telling you, it was like five. It was <laughs> okay. like three. It was a couple. Then yeah. one. It, yeah, then was, one more. It was, it was definitely a couple, but obviously you learned. I was kind of debating the Han Solo-ness of this, like who shot first yeah. in this scenario. Yeah, I was too, but you figure out that Kenji won, which is uh-huh. also unexpected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then right after he's like, I have to clean my apartment. Yes. Just, just a small aside. There is uh-huh. no Han shot first or Greedo shot first. Okay, it is Han shot. Yeah. <laughs> Greedo died. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And in much the same regard, <laughs> Kenji definitely shot. And the Yakuza died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the meticulousness of him going through and wiping down everything walls to do brain off the to, wall. Yes. Yeah. There is all kinds of like brain matter and everything uh-huh. on there. And he's doing it with no expression on his face. No. He's just like, well, this he man's is not well worried. Happened. He is not in a rush. He cleaned up everything from what I can tell. And went to work like it was a regular day. And then uh-huh. that point that I was like, this man is a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I kind of got that too. At that point, I'm like, oh like yeah, maybe he's this definitely isn't the first time he's clean blood and brains off the wall. Maybe that was his job. You know what I mean? Like a cleaner? Oh, yeah. yeah. At one point. I could see that. And he saw enough fucked up shit that was like, no, I need to get out of town. I for mean, a while. who are better cleaners than the neat freaks themselves, right? Right. right? Yeah. If someone hey. if you want someone to do it, it's gonna be the obsessive guy. Oh yeah. oh yeah, for sure. He also cleaned off his set of knives that he left on the table. Uh-huh. When I saw that, it was like, did he do some stuff to the bodies? That was yeah, that was something I wondered about. Didn't he also just leave them there forever he like, yeah. Yeah. he yeah, left he them left under a table them, like, he put them under his katatsu yeah for half, like a week I mean they were they were mm-hmm. wrapped up yeah. Oh, yeah. and that, that's for actually the equivalent of like a full week yeah yeah. I don't know because the sense of time in this also is really really weird there's no like uh-huh. oh this is Monday this mm-hmm. is Tuesday yeah, like, there's, there's no time stamps there's, there's yeah. nothing to tell some you some really long slow there's sequence. morning yeah. and there's night and, and because everything is so chill that probably also lends to the lack of being able Able to tie it down, but there's at least been some time because those bodies started to sink. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that was literally his reason for not going home. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I'll get that. Because uh, then he straight up told her, like, yeah, there's dead yeah, bodies in my house. Yeah. They go to dinner afterwards. Yeah. Because Noi shows up at his work and was like, hey, they gave me your bag. Mm-hmm. It was like a really awkward interaction. Oh, very much so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they're eating dinner together. And I was like, that worked. God. <laughs> like, I need start hitting people. And then, like, after this interaction, oh, where she, like, point blade ask him are you into girls his response to that is can i go to your house yes <laughs> and then they're driving back and she's like my house is really far away why don't you want to go to your house and he's like it smells bad there's mm-hmm. two dead bodies there and she's like ha 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 you're so funny ha. Yeah, well, it's not, not like what kind of joke is that <laughs> yeah like literally she's like oh he's just fucking around no that's very the hilarious part is that whole time i was like hold on so y'all both witnessed your brother or your sister getting shot. That's like some Princess Amidala Anakin stuff. I killed everybody. 
Oh, you did? Let's do it. <laughs> I killed all those children. Ooh, that's hot. It's because of the sand, isn't it? Yep. It's always that's, the sand. I mean, that's uh, yeah. not I a bad turn on, right? Mm-hmm. That's, maybe that's how... Maybe there's why, something in that sand. M- hey. <laughs> I mean, sand is warm. Hey, yeah. why, are be we, warm. why are we get upset, man? We can't be kink shaming her. Maybe that's what she gets off on. <laughs> she she likes the discomfort of sand. <laughs> oh, no. Killing people. Oh, okay. Right, right. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> right. right. So they just met each other, having, under the circumstances that her sister got hit in front of them, you just... Just returned his bag so you really don't know this man you have absolutely no idea about what he's about where he's from like you don't know him from bob right. and he's like oh yeah can i come to your house bob's a good guy oh yeah you're and you're in the car and, and then he, he just, makes this joke he just moves in about <laughs> i mean it's not untrue that there are dead bodies in his house but i would take that seriously and uh-huh. i would be planning my exit once again it's probably it's queen amadala and anakin she likes guys who are dangerous i.e killers her kink is killing people i mean i'm gonna guys. say that it isn't just because of later but uh-huh. yeah. i mean yeah. that's just me but you know makes her feel comfortable but when they get to her house i'm just gonna tell you straight up it looked like an episode of quarters <laughs> kind of yeah right and yeah a little bit his eyes are like oh god it's so dirty in here i must clean things yeah like he went to go sit down on a couch and he was surprised because there were like dishes and her stuff entire under, fucking kitchen is in the damn is on the on couch, the couch. Uh-huh. and he's like oh oh sorry and why are you apologizing it's, it's a I mean, big it's house too very, for, it's yeah. actually a very huge house it's a big house for someone who is just a hostess or whatever she is i'm pretty sure she's i mean a if a it was whore. her and her sister they yeah, probably i think she's, a, I think she's you know, whatever she was, it is her uh, sister does but yeah, that was, yeah, that was did. dishes everywhere trash mm-hmm. everywhere as he stays there longer you see different parts of the house and you see this fish tank that is just i couldn't believe there was fish in there and uh-huh. it looked derelict in a lot of ways and there was even random dogs peeing in what i believe was her pool i'm not even sure that that was her dog shit i was about to say there's random started, dogs yeah. on but her then property he started feeding it and i was like oh maybe that's the neighborhood i, I don't really know that's the neighborhood yeah. but <laughs> it's like the feral dog that lives in town or whatever yeah. yeah like everybody just feeds it he moves there yes basically and she's like don't you want to go home and he's like do you mind if i stay she's like okay whatever just don't burn my house down right leave some in her house like like, there's that but i'm also offended for him that she said don't burn my house down girl have you seen your house That would be an improvement. It's like, it's more what's in the house than the mess, though, because it's her family's house. It, it's yeah, implied. I, I imagine. And there's also, like pictures of her family, and there's what probably enough background. weed in there to get the neighborhood high. You burn that thing down. Oh yeah, yeah. for real. Because she she's constantly smoking through this yeah, whole. Oh thing. She's yeah, got, yeah, she's got a little bit of blood in her THC stream. And like they start connecting, and she finally, after a while, because initially she's like, "Please don't clean my house. That's creepy." Yes. Right. Yes. And I mean, she's like anyway. dealing with the loss of her sister, and she's right. about to move to japan so i'm gonna guess she didn't have a job before that like she was sort of in between jobs just dropped her sister off every day yeah kind of yeah yeah probably she finally agrees to let him start cleaning her house but she's so high constantly (laughs) to her it just seems like everything's just magically zooming into place because there's the scene where like Mm -hmm. her books are going back on the shelves cg whatever i was thinking matilda yeah and i got the perspective it's just how she thought about her house returning to order because it seemed like she was just gonna ditch town 
town and yeah. moved to Osaka because she was going to be a waitress in Japan. In this, as they're getting to know each other, you get the insertion of her boyfriend, partner, John, pimp, whoever he yeah. is. Jericho. And he is obviously blowing up her phone, which is... Um, <laughs> he low-key keeps calling the phone yes. out. Right? Yes. And I yeah. mean, it's an old like house phone where you got to dial literally, and literally rotate. Yeah. Yeah. He literally, she literally had two phones. He grabs yes. the wrong phone. He's like, hello? Hey, that's not his fault. Oh. That house was a mess. Click. <laughs> so he answers the phone. The guy's like, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm going to get you. He's like, I whatever. can't. I don't speak. And then, I'm sorry. And, and then he <laughs> says in English, my bad. And then just hangs <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I thought that was great. That was good. <laughs> the part I got me because like, she had no answer machine because that thing kept bringing for like 20 rings. Yeah. Did you see the phone though? Like, yes. dude, uh-huh. are they allowed? Like, can that even uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and at this point, she probably didn't need an answering machine. She was about to leave. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, that he was, was blowing up. He was blowing up her phone while he was getting blown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely was. The relationship between the two main characters is really chaste. She keeps asking him vaguely sexual things like, are you into girls? Yes. Do you like do, you jerk do off? stuff to yourself? Like you need a woman because mm-hmm. she like falls asleep on his lap one night and it's kind of implied that something happened, but they didn't I feel really like say. he had a wet dream. Yeah, that was it. Okay, good. And I feel like that's what prompted her to say you need a woman because yeah. she yeah. was on his lap. So I bet you she noticed. Yeah. Yeah, I bet she just she did. Yeah. She woke up, face half and sticky. <laughs> Awkward. I can't, I can't <laughs> my left eye. Yeah. And it, like <laughs> Sorry. This this whole time she's like trying to grieve for her sister, right? And she's right. burning her like sister's clothes is like mm-hmm. a way to say goodbye. And, but it's all these Japanese schoolgirl outfits. Yeah, yeah. Like that was her entire wardrobe was Japanese uh-huh. schoolgirl outfits. When she falls asleep on his lap, I think there's this subconscious thing that Kinji is going through. The second she yeah. falls asleep, her costume changes. Yeah, like yeah, he keeps, she turns into her sister. It's like the, yeah. the With, actors changed. Yeah. With the bruises and everything from yeah. the accident, uh-huh. which was kind of trippy. Yeah. yeah, wasn't he spying on her in the library at some point? Yes, kind of. Yeah, Ki- like yeah, kind of. On. He was he was working, but she was there. Uh-huh. Yeah, Nid, her sister, to clarify. Yeah. Also, a point I think we have missed that we also should point out is the main characters don't speak exactly the same language. So yeah, w- the, all of their interactions are in what the limited English that it seems that they know, and then also the limited language they know of each other mm-hmm. a little bit of Japanese, yeah, Japanese. she knows a little Japanese yeah. he knows a little Thai they somehow meet in the middle and she's studying Japanese because she's going to move to Japan so, right. he has lived there for a while so he's picked up bits and pieces but you can mm-hmm. never quite tell how, how much, much he, he understands knows, of any yeah. other conversations they're English obviously we speak English right so, <laughs> right, so we're like okay <laughs> they're kind of talking to each other Yeah, like, that's probably the easiest way that they can communicate effectively mm-hmm. but yeah they're like kind of talking past each other yeah by this meaningful conversations trying to introduce their perspective on life it's really i don't want to say odd oh yeah the yeah they're, that they're I can, weird kids yeah. I, can, <laughs> I can use to describe it what happens after so they so eventually the boyfriend keeps calling yes and then he and comes then around he's on their porch on a cell phone he was like oh, i yeah, want to talk to her. you mm-hmm. she's like go to hell and then he bursts through the door punches her and starts like, hitting her with her belt and then kenji comes out Dude, he was like he was on the shower he, 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 he was beating the shit at her he put a 
It was really messed up. And then you realize as Kenji walks out, he has this gigantic tattoo on his back. Yeah, yeah. which is the first and time. And it's we've that seen one was like, oh no, he's Kuzo too. He just punches the shit out of dude. The guy's like hits him one time and then the guy runs off. Yeah, you'll pay for this, and then he runs away. Uh-huh. And before this little bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Noi is kind of rude to him, kind of dismissive, but after that, she's like nicer. She makes some dinner. Yeah, there's a definite shift in how he's he's treated for sure. And one of the more odd scenes between these two, she's about to get in the bath or whatever after this. Yeah, thing. that mm-hmm. was weird. And then she comes back out and she says, you stink. You need a bath. But she's in her underwear. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll take a bath. Yeah. And she's like, and she's like no, now. <laughs> he's like, fine. Shit. But they don't show anything. Like, yeah. After like, that. Did they have it's se- just, was it supposed to be like a sex? I, I think honestly don't know. Right? Obviously, your mind goes to. We want to fill in the blanks. I want to yeah, say, yeah, because she was wearing his you shirt know, after in the following morning. Yeah. She's wearing her dad's shirt that she lent him. So, kind of <laughs> yeah, her shirt. He, he never says he's not gay, though. True. I want to throw that out there. He does. Like, every time he's asked, and he's asked like three times, he's oh, like, definitely. eh, <laughs> that's funny. But he never answers. So, and this movie isn't exactly a chaste movie either. Obviously, your sister's a sex worker. John, as he's talking on the phone, is getting a blowjob. Like, yeah, he's like a pimp or a player. It's, or it's something. not like something. they're shy about this, but yeah. with these two characters, Watch they don't. Teeth. Absolutely yeah. not. Watch the teeth. Yeah. Smack. So, I want to say that it's left to the interpretation of the audience i mean as much as i want to be like well obviously she opened up an entire kfc bucket of schnoo schnoo on this guy yeah, yeah. yeah. but we can't really <laughs> right yeah. but do you think he got a, a semi chub when he punched john in the face i and watched know. him leave maybe maybe he was like maybe damn that felt thing. good well the thing too is when she came over to him to tell him about taking a shower she looked like oh i guess i gotta do this if she was going to give him some booty, she did reluctantly. I think she's just I awkward. No, no, I think she was just. I think she was just awkward. Just because, never yeah. actually because as soon she went in the bath, took off her dress, she had her undergarments. She was thinking about it, and then walked out there purposefully, yeah. like she was right next to him. And I'll admit, he was trying not to look. He was, he was yeah. like, and oh. you know, he, like, oh. I was like, okay, all right, because she right. yelled at him before, and yeah, she did. So when she was sitting next to him doing that, I think that was just a really awkward way to get him in a place where she wanted him at that time which yeah. was in the bathtub with her that's just me going off of what I think uh-huh. and what okay. I know because so they yeah. bang yeah maybe it is probable in some realities uh, imagine <laughs> that's his first time with whatever right. and his first intro to that is you smell bad right that <laughs> would be like, traumatizing can you imagine him in like 20 years <laughs> I haven't showered in two months I'm gonna get lucky today <laughs> She'll notice. She'll notice eventually. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Smells like burning tires. <laughs> like, oh, just Kenji trying to get laid. <laughs> oh, Kenji. Thanks. You and your yeah. flies. Oh, that's, a, that's a thought I need to carry around. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it smells like burning tires. Like but uh, in the meantime, while all this is going on, now she's going to give him her car and apparently her license. And I her, don't think her that's license, how, that yeah, I don't, her I don't, license. Right. Yeah. I don't think that works yeah. like that, but you know, whatever. I it's know. yours now. I've it's never funny been though. Thailand. I don't have a license. Yeah. yeah. It's funny now. Though, that's not how this works. He's telling her like, I can't take that. That's your car. She's like not saying anything. And he's like, I don't have a license. And then she just goes to get one. That's not. No. Yeah, comes back. And then he constantly is like, that don't look like you and she's like stop right. it and he's like that that's what you 
but I mean, it's it's interesting <laughs> that they sort work, of got that's that, that point there's though because they're kind of flirting. Like, there's you, and then this woman's obviously black. You, and I was like, he's <laughs> <laughs> a 65 year old black woman. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he does end up taking a closer look at it. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, obviously, you're not showing his audience. So yeah, uh-huh. somewhere in there, what I assume is the Yakuza boss uh-huh. shows up in Thailand. I don't think that's a who boss. is played by Takashi Mike, the director of Ichi the Killer. Really? Yeah. Yes. They did that. Okay. <laughs> so what? They found out since dude didn't come back. Are you Kenji was one of them was probably still alive. Or uh-huh. yeah, someone like the, was still the assassin. They right. didn't come back, so they sent some people to check up on that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And the guy at the airport is just like, yeah, I won't be there long. I'm just going to kill some guy. Right. Like, yeah. uh, Lady at the airport's like, like, ha ha, murder. And the then she's like, you're not gonna the bring down the plane, <laughs> yeah. are you? He's like, no. We're not gonna kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we're not Arabs. I was like, ooh, that's a little mean. And then he's he literally gives them the gun like uh-huh. yeah, he, checks, he checks his gun which is yeah. crazy because that whole time I'm like okay at any point this is gonna go up oh so let's just go yeah alright and yeah. then I was like well this is post like yeah yeah <laughs> we'll just chalk it up to that yeah. something yeah <laughs> and almost a cartoonish mistaken identity thing uh-huh. <laughs> they, <laughs> he ends up driving Noi to the airport and he's like hey wait for me I'm gonna goes, need to get my passport back yes, to my house yeah so he goes back to his house gets his stuff I forgot to mention that at some point they were spending the day together Maybe the day before. The day before. And he ate something. No idea what it was. Papaya salad. Papaya salad that yep. she said. And she's like, she's you're like, going to shit your brains tomorrow. Yeah. And she's like, you're in a big shit. And then literally <laughs> at the time he's trying to get out of the house. He's like, oh. he's got bubble guts. <laughs> literally, you can hear it. It's like. <laughs> it, it is. And he's just <laughs> halfway. He's on the toilet, but he is bent over. And like, I was uh, like, why are you not at this point just naked? Because at that point, anyway, let me not tell you. You know, hot. And then, you know, hot. Yeah. And then, and then the Yakuza guys show up and John. Well, he <laughs> leaves John the door cracked because first he's like, I got to poop like just as he's leaving. Yes. So yeah. John shows up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it with a gun. And then he finds the bodies. Right. Ooh, so then he's the vomiting table. in a bowl or something. In the kitchen. Instead yes. of in the sink or the trash can in Listen, a bowl. Listen, he ain't bright. He isn't. No. He's very stupid. <laughs> the Yakuza show up. He makes a sound. They are, are like, Kenji? hey, Kenji. And then just, I can't tell you how many shots, but it was a they shot him a lot. Yeah, and it's like it's Takashi Mike and two others that are in his movies a whole yes. bunch. It's kind of slapsticky. It doesn't go with the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because the entire time Kenji's still on the fucking toilet, right? Yeah. And then he it hears the gunshots. Like, he's yeah. like, "I got a shit. I, can't, I gotta. I gotta shit." Right. And, then, and he, then he decides, I'm "Like, you're already leaving. You already have two dead bodies in here. What the fuck are you going to flush the toilet?" No, look, look, I was thinking about that. I was like, he could, just, he could just he's exactly. Yeah, that yeah. actually makes sense. Yeah. No, he flushes the toilet, but goes out his bathroom window. And right. they hear it and they're like, bitches in the bathroom. This whole movie is kind of serious, right? And that last mm-hmm. scene is like the gangsters bust in. One of the henchmen points his gun at, at the, the toilet. toilet. He's like, Kenji, stop. He's like, stop. Like, what? And I was like, you know what? That's. I slap him in the I back like, of the head. Right. And everything. Y'all let Takashi write that part, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> know he did, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's that definitely part. him. Yeah. yeah. After that, he's in the police station yeah, or whatever, like, right? So that's what trips me out. It's like, did he or did he not get what, away? What the hell happened? It's an open thing. They want you to think that he made it to Japan and hung out with Noi, they're together now. Yeah. Right. But, but also, again, it's through the whole movie, is the last scene that you see is what you assume is reality. And they don't really discuss what's the time sense of this. Right. So he's in that police station. They show him thinking about being with Noi. And then he flashes back to the police station for the very last scene. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to piece 
to get to get out of okay. this. Nope. Did I know what I'm going to chalk it up as. So she was waiting at the airport. Uh-huh. He showed up. They flew back to Japan. He is a Yakuza. So they pulled him out and they were like, all right, take him to the fucking police station. And she's yeah. doing her thing. That's that's my ending. OK, cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> the cops didn't show up at his apartment. It was yeah. the mob people. And then he jumped out the windows. So he can get in the car and leave. Yeah. He yeah, can go back. Way. They're not going to expect him to go to Osaka because that's where he came from. The plot has a couple of build a bear elements. Yes. Yeah. yeah it so does. That's yeah. mine. OK, cool. I think that it's supposed to be a tragic. He didn't make it. That's his fantasy life. That's what he wanted because mm-hmm. all of his suicide attempts are fantasies. All of his I wish that would happen and then it flashes back. I mean, yeah. but yeah, this is the only so, like, fantasy he's, he actually he's thinking smiled about over. making it to Japan with her and like living mm-hmm. out their lives and that could uh-huh. be him in three hours. Yeah, in three hours. <laughs> I think that even if he got away at that particular moment with the Yakuza, that apartment is still in his name. Yeah, Those bodies were still there for quite some time. They're going to be able to tell. I mean, he can explain, but I don't know how the Thai justice system works, but I believe that that last scene going back was the reality. Like, yeah. he got caught by the police? That's why I said he made it to Japan. Like, I didn't hear any sirens or anything. Sure, he probably missed a flight, but then... I just I'm like he got the next one. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be vague. Yeah. Uh, no, it's yeah. definitely because it vague. also cuts to her just and sitting I mean, there in the terminal. Just mm-hmm. I think they start calling for her flight, and then it cuts yeah. to like a few years later, and then he has a fantasy and everything. And she's yeah, has and, short hair. And when she's waiting, stuff. there's like a movie playing in the background with credits rolling. Mm-hmm. So I think that's her ending. That's where she's at. Now you got to be looking mm-hmm. into it so hard, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> I totally See, didn't know. I mean, this this no, I noticed that. I was just like, oh. The movie's over, but she may want to get on the plane before she has to start it all over. I yeah. think it was interesting that their her hairstyle changed. Like, I like she that. Was like her hair looks really nice. It looked really yeah. nice. Yeah, was... I mean, she adopted Osaka fashion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also thought that maybe it looked like they had come to enjoy each other's company. Yeah, and you know how I, so. when, I mean, and they were in a way supporting each other through their individual griefs and anxieties. Yeah. And I know that there's a thing. Sometimes people cut their hair when they've gone through like some sort of heartache. Break, yeah, yeah. Or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And I was like, interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe that had also something to do with it. Sure. Yeah. And then you regrow new hair. You regrow new hair and a new journey, I guess, over. So yeah. the question the I have is, what was the point of this movie? So there's a couple. <laughs> uh, do you, do you want to jump in on that? Yeah. It's really weird because it sort of doesn't have a point and it does. The yeah. point is, even if you're wallowing and in grief, you don't slam your clam on crazy. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like I should slow clap for that uh, one. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I mean, obviously, there, the truth. <laughs> there are many points where the director deals with multiple realities or like identities of everyone in here. It sort of does and it doesn't, especially since, you know, this was something he didn't even necessarily want to make. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you yeah. think? I think that it's a highly metaphorical movie because it's sort of written from his perspective. So anytime the camera moves away from his perspective, it's what he's assuming is going to happen. So him being caught in the police station is his narrative, but also in his mind, which is just as active, he's envisioning these things that are happening around him. So he's thinking about her grieving. He's thinking about the accuser that's hunting him down. He's thinking about all these specific things that are off camera. So when he's trying to make order of the world, because that's what his character does, he's obsessively trying to make things tidy to make up for something. 
to convince himself that he's not like some unique freak of nature that is <laughs> that is the last lizard in the universe like he's trying <laughs> right. to talk himself out of this perspective from the director's perspective he gets over it right because at the very mm-hmm. end of the movie he kicks over that stack of books books yeah and then the movie becomes more slapsticky in a way, he's saying, I've moved on with that period. Yeah. I can get back to doing what I like to do. I can get Which back to making fun movies. Killing people for the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I thought we agreed he was a cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> so, little A, okay. little so, B. Uh, you did, but thought all deep into this movie. I thought the movie was about a guy who finally got his rocks off and went with the first woman that did it. <laughs> I mean, yes, also that. <laughs> I mean, it's not confirmed. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, yeah. Well, he did get his rocks off. Now, whether or not it was, <laughs> he did wake up with a big, massive stain. I'm like, wow, that's a lot. Maybe like, she it drools. Was, it was so much. It was so much that I thought he peed I don't know. himself. He reached like, in there and was like. He smelled it. Like, oh, is this he didn't or not? smell it. He did, he no, did feel it. I'm glad he didn't he smell did, it. He did feel it. <laughs> he felt it. And I was like, man, I was like, that's a lot. That's why I wondered if it was pee. I was like, damn, that's a lot. I, mean, I know, just like, the way in oh which Oh my God, who put shit in my pants? I mean. As the the lone person that does not have a penis, I just assumed, I no, I just assumed that that was like it was a wet dream, and that he was just trying to get a stain out of there and be less sticky. That, <laughs> I mean, it, was, it probably was a wet dream. I'm just saying it was a lot. Like, it's a just, I don't have pants, one, though. and I understand. It was yeah. quite a lot. Okay, but you know how removing blood from clothes works. <laughs> it's the same procedure. You can't use heat. What just burn it? Rub it out. He was scrubbing pretty hard though. He was. <laughs> you bur- you I burn mean, but you got to work with what you got. Your sibling. I personally don't have a whole lot of patience for maybe, maybe not in <laughs> media. Like, I, that's just me. And a ton of this movie was really well made. It's really well shot. The actors are on it. But I have no idea if anything happened in this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair point. Well, you think maybe after he shot that dude, everything else is just him fantasizing in the police station? You could just as easily have cut back to the beginning of this movie mm. and have him standing there with his little newest being like, that could be me in three weeks. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it could have been. And nothing will have, it doesn't break with any of the movie at all. It would have read better if they did do some sort of M. Night Shyamalan shenanigans like that. Oh, or God. like, was it Occurrence at Owl Creek? What's or a twist? Whatever that thing is. What a twist. Yeah. Well, it just like, <laughs> it kind of makes the rest of it to me feel like there was no reason to do any of this. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I wasted all of my time. <laughs> <laughs> especially with how many little things overlap and how many little things reference other like there are so many consistent little through lines Uh that feel like there should be some substance here yeah and that never happened for me i kind of felt the same way there's a lot of very good work in this movie Uh and i hate it (laughs) a lot of it was like first half hour of the movie i was like all right i understand slow i understand they're building to something because i'm not like those people like oh there's no explosions happening i can't watch like i understand that but it got to a point i'm like pat doesn't have to have 24 7 they did he also ex- accepts dinosaurs. They literally yes. did do a two minute shot of her house and what it looked yeah. like inside and everything. Uh-huh. And it was just them panning the camera. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's, they were exploring your character. Like I said, they played the setting really well in this movie. I mean, like you they had were to, sure to it analyze yeah, everything. It, it, it yeah. wasn't really dialogue heavy. Else in so, it. I yes. mean, you, they had to communicate a lot of things, I think. Movie be good through the <laughs> shots and mm. and other uh-huh. so um, it was, metaphors. I'll say this is a really well directed movie. It's just that. 
I don't think there was much to the script. <laughs> and <laughs> kind of does read a little bit like a pitch meeting that they just yeah. wrote down all the ideas for how these scenes could go and then shot all of them. Then one guy was like, and then he poops. Like every time there's a split between daydream and reality and whichever <laughs> way it goes, it's just kind of like, well, it could go this way. It could go this way. Let's shoot both of those. And then at the end of it, nobody's given any editing direction. So they just put it all in a row. It's possible. I'm just a pleb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm simply but, uh, uh, everyone just, watch this movie and find out for yourself. Yeah, so <laughs> it is a very, it's a very good movie, worth a yeah. watch. Go watch play this the movie. <laughs> it is almost two hours, yeah. So you'll need some it time. Is. But it is I worth the watch. It's worth a watch and I, definitely I a rewatch. Oh, yeah. I will say the soundtrack the in this is really good too. So just the soundtrack yes. by itself. There is a lot of sub bass in it, so make sure you get good headphones. <laughs> I really like the ending song, which is "Last Life in the Universe." I forgot who was by. Yeah, yeah, great. I just would like to see the girl get hit by the car again. <laughs> that was so funny. Shadow. Most traumatizing. According to Pat, this was the most comic part of the movie because it just sounded perfect. Not even when they talked about farts, no? Well, well this yeah. and the, this and the guy really pointing the gun into the toilet yeah. saying, Kenji, come back. Dude, that guy was like, are you Kenji? To everybody. Everyone they just kept slapping was. him in the back of the fucking head. Yeah. He only had one eye. Leave him alone. He tried, <laughs> he tried to open the fridge and dude's body was in the way. He's like, yeah. uh, moved him out of the way. He's just, he's just sorry. Also, this is like, they have to be the worst Yakuza ever because not only did you shoot somebody in this apartment but now he has his hands all over this fridge yep. handing you a beard that you asked for but he took the time to, to wipe, wipe down, off the gun wipe down the boss's gun why why don't people just wear gloves yeah hey, yeah so so they're bad Yakuza obviously <laughs> yes. like the boss cares about not getting I mean, caught but all the other guys are Kenji and his yeah, brother were I part guess. of that game I was about to say I the boss just doesn't Yakuza, care he right? literally told them I'm gonna go kill somebody I'll be back in like two days yeah obviously any Anyone else that lives in that complex where he's living heard the gunshots. You know, the windows are open. When I think about it, there was a cop downstairs helping the lady yeah, put yeah. all her stuff in the yep. And he's like, elevator. oh, you're Yakuza. I don't fuck with so that. So now yeah. literally, <laughs> I 100% don't think that he got caught because he would have went upstairs to his apartment and dude jumped out the window. So he cool. Maybe he, got, he was like climbing his way around and got picked up peeping or something. <laughs> I mean... Did you see that old lady? Did you see her wrinkles? She's going to jail. <laughs> yep. She made a complaint I that you didn't stay and look more. Kind of wonder if he wiped well. <laughs> Because you know, if you all. have to, if, no, if you have to suddenly, I mean, that was an event that required considerable paperwork. And then you know, <laughs> you heard it like John Witherspoon from Friday. Is no, that it John was Witherspoon? Like, it was right? like it was like Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's like you gotta oh, hang goodness. on so you don't get blown no. off. Yeah, I mean, like Jasmine said, that's one of those poops where you need to take your clothes off. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a oh religious experience. Yes. Sweating. Yeah. Like, oh god, I got. All like, right, oh. we gotta figure. Out, we gotta get some papaya salad. Try get everyone to try. I don't it. eat papaya salad. I do that on a regular basis. Yeah, uh, we'll see when you get some papaya you salad. Watch some, that, uh, that entire but stomach's gonna be gone. Thai papaya salad. You oh, get yeah. a hold mm -hmm. of some Haribo sugar-free gold bears. That'll sweep you right out. Blast off. Anyway, so, yeah. uh, anyway so, this is easily the best movie I've ever hated. This is a very good movie. I, I very much <laughs> yes. enjoyed it, and it makes me want to go back and watch it. This is the sort of movie that you want to like dim the lights for, close yourself off from the world, and just experience. <laughs> yeah. This is a yeah. movie that makes you want to go to art school or film school so I can understand why the fuck you made these decisions. <laughs> I don't. Think I think you you're gonna. To go to I think you're school. gonna run into the English teacher problem where they're like, "Why did they say the here?" 
Why, did, why is the door red? Why? <laughs> what does that mean? If, why? Why does that? If you start that with this so movie, hard. you will be there all day. Yeah, uh, and there's it is, a lot. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's again. You're gonna be like, what? As I said, Wait, there's a what lot happened? to unpack. But it is wonderful, and I hope that other people become obsessed with it like I was. And definitely something to watch in the cooler months when it's, I don't know, you watch more things to be in perspective of things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More the time know. where you're stuck inside, like winter, yeah. Of autumn, yeah. Yeah. autumn, or, or during yeah. a, if you're going a little pandemic. If whatever. you're going a little cabin know. fever and you want to go absolutely crazy. <laughs> You can you can be like Noi. You want to lose your objectivity completely? Sign up. Yep. But yeah. Are you like Ned? That's last life. <laughs> you can be like Noi and wind up like Ned. Oh my God, stop. Anyway, that's she last life in the universe. Shut up, Jelly. Because you were laughing when he mentioned it. Too. Oh no. Okay. All right. Great, All great right. film. Great film. I will see you. No, it's just gone. Man. Like, get out the road. Like I'm tripping in the road. I don't think they even noticed. And we'll see you next time when we discuss topic. <laughs> All right, stay out of the road. All right, thanks. reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi studio because it's 2020 out there and the rona's for real all voices music and mixing is done by us all rights reserved contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions thanks for joining us